0: The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon. Happy New Year from Open House Party. I am Canon, and today it is a look back at some of our favorite chats from 2022. We had an amazing year, some huge celebrities. Uh, We appreciate you watching. We really, really do. Today, some of the biggest moments from 2022. Let's get right into it. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon. Benny Blanco is one of the greatest talents and greatest personalities in music. We love having him on the show. Such a, um, a quirky guy. You're going to see him in one second. Uh, he did have a song that came out this year. In addition to all the producing he does for all these other artists, he had his own song this year
1: with BTS and Snoop Dogg. And we talked about that. I remember I went to them and I said, hey, who should we get on this song with us? And they just, first instinct, Snoop Dogg. And I was just like, Yes, BTS, Snoop Dogg. So they
0: all wanted it. Snoop Dogg? They what? came up with it's almost Snoop. It's like
1: they had discussed it before. That's weird. They came up with Snoop. Everyone always thinks I did. They came up with Snoop and it was the best idea. And I, you know, I've worked with Snoop before, you know, starting as far back as California Girls in 2010. And, you know, Snoop's one of those guys, he's just like, no matter who you are, he's your hero. Like, it's like, uh, like, you ever met him before? I've met Snoop a couple times. Yeah. You know, it's like whenever you're hanging with them, he'll like say your name and you're just like, wow, that's the coolest way anyone's ever said my, how have I gone my whole <laughs> life hearing my name any other way? And, <laughs> you know, it's just to be able to be like the glue that puts them together on a song is just crazy for me. I'm pinching myself every day.
0: I was at a club uh, a couple years. I just saw Jermaine Dupri yesterday here at work. And I was talking about this day. We were at a club one night and I was sitting at Jermaine's table and he goes, "Hey man, you like to smoke, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, from time to time I like to smoke." He goes, "My boy's coming, he's got some." And uh, and 10 minutes later here comes this tall figure in a in a velvet green coat coming through the fog. And it was Snoop. And uh, and he laid down all his goods on the table and he had uh, all his little cronies sit down and start rolling it up. And (laughs) And that was the first time I met Snoop Dogg, which is a pretty um, cool first time meeting Snoop Dogg story.
1: And Um, that was the first time you went to a hospital for a panic attack. I thought I was going to die. I'm like, this isn't normal. What did he lace it
0: with? Nothing.
1: You're like checking for pulse after you (laughs) hit
0: it each time legitimately though man so how did the process work then and so did you uh, with this part of the process anyway so bts wanted snoop Dogg. did you just call them up and were you like yo i'm doing a song with bts
1: and they want you on the song yeah i called snoop snoop was like let's get it um (laughs) they were actually in Korea went by the time we were going to record the song. So they recorded it in Korea. And I was like, I had to stay up for like the craziest hours. It was like 4 AM for me because they were recording in Korea. So I was like, it was very cool to like do that. And they're, they're, they're so good. You know how like, you know, I'll record someone and it's like, you do this, do the thing, like take like 10, 15 times. Like they recorded the first time. And I'm like, okay, well, that was perfect and <laughs> and and you know snoop snoop we were in la and it's like it's always the best time in the world when you're with snoop and you know it's just one of those songs where like when it's fine it's like you know you spend so much time on these songs but when they finally come out you're like you're like yeah. it really just happened so yeah. it's actually, it's here it's crazy i
0: uh i feel blessed Lizzo, one of our favorite guests on Open House Party, and she is absolutely amazing. If you want proof, listen and watch as she tells us what she thinks the most misunderstood thing about her is. What do you feel like is like the the most misunderstood thing about you?
1: Oh, there's plenty. I feel like people don't know me at all. I think people have an idea of me and um, they run with it, but um, I know myself and, Honestly, I like the fact that nobody really knows me and I like to keep that part very safe and private. If you love something, keep it a secret. And the, the who I truly am is reserved for the people who know me and love me. Um, a lot of people um, also don't realize how incredibly good looking I am in person. Like I look even better in person <laughs> the, <laughs> than I do on the internet. Um, you know, I don't, I don't use filters or anything like that. So when you see me in real life, it's, it's HD.
0: One of our biggest chats and one of the biggest stars in the world right now from 2022, Harry Styles. You wouldn't think a man like him would still get nervous, but apparently it happens. Uh, Amy asked your before on stage ritual. What would that be?
2: My before on stage is probably like much calmer than you would think. So uh, I'll I'll you know kind of I'll warm up and then uh, I'll kind of like stop talking after that. So then I might eat a little something and then and then it all gets like very quiet and then backstage for me. Do you get nervous stage.
0: before you go on or no?
2: I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it depends. What it is, but I think there's a there's always a level of nerves, and you know, I like to you know, I me and the band talk about it all the time of like making every show like it's the first and last every time, and and um, I think you know when when you're trying to give it so much all the time, I think you know you you always want it to be the best show, so um, there's right. always a little bit of nerves, but but. I enjoy it so much. So I also get kind of excited now as well.
0: So we broadcast the show from my home here in Atlanta, Georgia. And Lotto also lives here in Atlanta. She has a much better house than I do. We gave her five random ass questions, and she also talked about her childhood nickname. What's a fictional character you'd like to spend one night with? And I and I asked that way fictional characters so it wouldn't be too salacious, or you know, people wouldn't start rumors. Fictional. Right. <laughs> you like to spend one night with.
3: You know what? For my childhood fulfillment, it will be Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I love that answer. Listen, my uh-huh. mama calls me Pooh. Like everybody, I don't even think I've ever said this publicly, but like my family, like my mom... Grandma, auntie, they call me Pooh. My sister, they call me Pooh. And it comes from because I used to love Winnie the Pooh. Like I had a Winnie the Pooh bed, Winnie the Pooh costume. Like I used to love Winnie
0: the Pooh. If you can't get a good snuggle out of Winnie the Pooh, you better just quit the game right then and there. <laughs> there is no hope. Oh, man. God, I might have to steal that. Even I want to snuggle with Winnie the Pooh.
3: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't talk about the biggest, best chats of 2022 and not mention. Elton John. Obviously, he's a living legend. He's an icon, and you can't throw those words around. People do, but they're stupid. Elton John is a literal living legend and an icon. He talked to us about his farewell tour and his upcoming plans. What percentage are you sure that this is really the
4: the final tour? It is the final tour. Um, I I finished in Europe next year in July. Um, I've been doing this since I was 17 in a band. I've been traveling. I've had the most fantastic life and the mo- i could never dreamt of it, this life um and it, it you know there's been some downs but there's mostly been ups and it's been an incredible privilege to have this life but you know i have a different thing in my life Now i have a family and i didn't have that 10 years ago or 12 years ago and my family is more important to me now than playing life and i've done and listen i've done over five thousand shows i i have nothing left to prove i have nowhere left to play um, and I don't really want to travel anymore. Um, so it was pr- a pretty easy decision to make. Um, and I will be able to spend time with my boys and, and David and I will still make music. I will still do my radio shows. I will still be involved in trying to help young artists, but I won't have to travel. Traveling is exhausting and it takes me away from my family. So that's what I don't want to do.
0: I can understand that. And do you plan on spending most of your time uh, in Atlanta? Do you still live here in Atlanta?
4: I have a place in Atlanta, but I've probably be spending most of my time in, in, in England, where the boys go to school in Windsor, and then they want to go and see places like India and Antarctica, and I'd like to take them, because, you know, I travel all the time and I see nothing. I fly over, you know, people say, have you seen the Grand Canyon? I said, yeah, from about 36,000 feet. <laughs> um, so, I don't get to see anything, so I want to be with them when they experience the awe-inspiring sight of seeing a polar bear, or you know, going to see how Indian people live in their beautiful country in India. So I want to do those things because I haven't really done them anyway. So to do them with my sons will be amazing. I agree. That's going to be uh, life-changing.
0: You've got to think about the last show. And uh, have you thought about like the final show you'll ever do? Like what your emotions will be like that night? And do you have anything special planned for that night? What is that going to, what is that experience going to be for you? It's
4: going to be in Stockholm on July the 8th next year. I think there'll be a few friends coming over. Um, Obviously, the night before, I'm doing two shows, but the night before or the night before the first show, uh, we will have a big get-together with the band and everybody like that because it's it will be emotional. Um, I don't know how I'm going to feel, to be honest with you. I just don't know. Um, it's um, I might be so thrilled to get it over and done with, but I might be. I think it will be very, very moving for me um, because I don't, as I say, I don't really think about things that much. And then when you actually sit down and the, the actual reality hits you, that's it. Um, it's going to be quite, probably hard. And, um, so I need my friends around me and I just want it to be a, a moving and special occasion. And it has to be because, you know, I'm not going to be doing this anymore. One of
0: my favorite breakout artists from 2022 was Rosa Lynn and her song Snap. She doesn't sound like anything else, uh, out right now, which is what I really love about her. She's not afraid to do her own thing. And unfortunately the song Snap hits way too close to home for her. She did have Sort of an unrequited love. She'll tell us about it. May I ask you, why were you on this emotional roller coaster when you wrote that song? What was it that inspired that?
3: I spent a year uh, in the U.S. as an exchange student when I was 17. And a lot can happen in one year. I fell in love very, very deeply. Um, It was an unrequited love. Uh, I didn't even tell the person that I was into them. And um, I went back. And and by the time I had to leave, like it would just, it was just so terrible. Like I can't even remember that terrible feeling of realizing that you have three more days and then two more days and then it's your flight. And then there's just like one flight away from seeing that person and never seeing that person again. And I was very, very, it was like that, um, that, um, top moment of me being in love and then in one day i i was back in home um my life is back again and um a lot of other things happened too like i was kind of trying to readjust and it kind of messed with my mental health and um you know a lot of things happened after like covid and everything so it was just a it was just a song about how hard life can be sometimes you know And what what effect can it have on you? Why did you feel like you couldn't tell
0: that person that you love them?
3: It's hard. For me, it's very hard to say I love you to people that I love. And it's not, it can even be my family or my friends. It's just very hard for me. Uh, Because I don't like, I always want to seem like I'm strong. And I'm like, um, I don't like to be vulnerable. I only let myself be vulnerable on stage. Because I think that's essential for the artist. You need to it's like you need to strip yourself on stage you need to be a soul. you need to be a soul you know thing you 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 just need to be the spirit and your soul on your stage not your all the
0: walls down yeah so does that person now know that you wrote the song about them (laughs)
3: nope i don't think i'm ever gonna tell tell him
0: There you go. Those are the biggest moments of 2022. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. That's how you can win a virtual meet and greet with your favorite artists. We've done those in the past. If you look at the videos below, you'll see some of those. The way to win those is click subscribe. We uh, take new subscribers that subscribe to the channel. And we award you with meet and greets with your favorite artists on Zoom from Open House Party. We love the fans. We love the fandoms. We appreciate you. Happy New Year. Here's to 2023. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.